Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, January 28th, 2016, and this is The Ride. Listen up, your host is punchy tonight. I guess I'm in the midst of a binge cast again. All day long I've been podcasting. I think this is number five because I've been on the road a lot. So I was thinking as I've been driving about these lines on the road, the dashed lines. Anybody ever realize how far apart those lines are? See, I have a theory and I'm putting it out there for the world to know. So if you're involved with Highway Road Commission or are some kind of a civil engineer type person, this is my theory. If you want to get people to slow down on the highway, you got to do only one thing. I'm thinking this would work, but it might only work for a year. But, uh, you know, once people get used to it. But this is my theory. Paint those dotted lines twice as close together. So, you know, just imagine, I'm right, I'm now going uh, 60 miles an hour because I'm behind some slow people. But if I wasn't going 60, okay, now I'm going faster. I'm going about the speed limit. Okay, so I'm going to count the white lines, okay? Shoom, 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 shoom. Okay. Now, if I was going faster, like speeding, it'd be going like this. Shoom, 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 shoom. Okay? If I was going like 80. What would happen if I was going 80 and it was like this? Shoom, 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 shoom. I think people would slow down because they, I don't think they could take it. That's just my opinion. It's either that or just the opposite. And you get all these speed demons thinking, Oh, it feels just like I'm in the NASCAR. Pedal to the metal even more. I don't know. Maybe it would backfire. It just seems to me like if those things were whizzing by your head faster, then uh, you would slow down. But who knows? Maybe it would only work for about a year and then everybody would get used to that. So, I don't know. I just thought it's a thought worth considering. I'm just brainstorming ideas, you know. Don't shoot it down. We're just brainstorming here. Do you ever brainstorm ideas with your own self? Do you know what brainstorming is? Let's clarify that. For those who don't know, brainstorming is just coming up with ideas. Any ideas that you can try uh, you know, to, uh, to accomplish what it is you're trying to do. But there's a rule. You cannot shoot down any ideas. That's the rule. It's a storm. You have to whip it into a frenzy. No idea is bad. You don't get to judge. What you're doing is you're using one side of your brain, the creative side, and you're not, you're trying to like turn off the side of your brain that's the critical thinking one. Why do I bring up the brainstorm stuff? Well, I think brainstorming is fun. It actually helped us solve a problem today at work for our customer, trying things way outside the box. I think it's super creative. It engages the creative juices. I think God brainstormed. 
I think he did. I mean, he's the most creative being in the universe. I think if God were to have brainstormed, he would have come up with sweet ideas about doing stuff. He'd be like, let's create human beings in our image. Let's create them. And create them so that they can see with these things called eyes. Give them a heart that's a physical heart that keeps them alive, but give them a spiritual heart too. But don't stop there. Should we do something, oh, I don't know, really cool? Yeah, let's make things that are really minuscule called cells that are so complicated that if you were to really study them, you would be amazed at the complexity of what each cell does. But hey, make up these cells with millions and trillions of these smaller things called molecules. And then make up these things that make up those molecules that are even smaller, atoms. And then within that, make these particles that make up the atom. And then within those particles, make up these subatomic particles. I mean, hey, why not? For creating stuff, we might as well just go crazy. And then go in the other direction. Why don't you create these big continents separated by water and fill the water with plant life that helps support oxygen because they need oxygen to breathe. And then put this all on a round thing and make it spin around this glowy hot thing that's like a big furnace and make that furnace have enough fuel to last for a long time and spin this planet around that big glowy thing in such a way so that it's not too hot or not too cold and life can live there and then put more planets around this one so that they can see out and see the sky and see these other planets and know that there is other things out there than just themselves. And then create more of these glowy things, but way out there in this thing called a galaxy. And put them in a spot in that galaxy that's safe from destruction from the galaxy center. And then have billions and billions of these galaxies and trillions of these other stars and glowing things. Why not? Let, I mean, if we're going to do it, let's do it. And obviously, you know, all those things were agreed upon by the committee as, uh, you know, worth doing. So I think God's creative. He created the animals, all the species, so that we could have incredible diversity on this planet. We could study and be amazed at his handiwork from everything from the cell to the reproduction of moths to the live birth of a calf and the photosynthesis that keeps us alive 
to the change of seasons that brings us interesting seasons. Duh. God's creative. And He cares about you and He has a relationship that He wants to foster with you. And if you think that you're dealing with something or struggling with something or up against the wall with something, I want you to know that God can help brainstorm you through the situation. He's got wisdom and he wants to help. You know, when you're in a brainstorming session, there's a lot of information that comes up. And the thing you have to do is not prejudge it. You get to judge it, just not right when the creative juices are flowing. So if you ever run across some kind of a struggle in your life that you you can't figure out a solution, I want you to open the Word of God. There's a brainstorming session that went on there. You know, open open into Proverbs. I bet you, you you won't be able to find a chapter that doesn't have something to say about your situation. It might be just a scripture, it might be 10. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs, so plenty of stuff in there. And it's like a brainstorming session. God is putting out these ideas. cool thing about it is they all work. You don't even have to prejudge them. You can just kind of say, yep, yep, that's tried and tested. Yep, tried and tested throughout the years. Maybe I should try and test (laughs) them. So God has brainstorming solutions in the Word of God. Tried and tested, and He's saying to you, try them, test them. See that I haven't already figured out some of the things you're facing. Struggling with keeping your eyes pure? See what the Word of God says about lust and how you can escape that snare. Trying to figure out how you can manage your time better? Well, one thing you can do is listen to the last podcast where we talked about making sure you have enough downtime and spending time with the Lord so you can get insight, making sure you spend time with your spouse so you can keep the family life in a good place. I guarantee you there's scriptures on that in Proverbs and in the New Testament, for sure. It's like God had a brainstorming session and he took all the notes and he put them in the Word of God and not one of them won't work. So if you don't like double negatives, I'll say it another way. All of them will work. So I'm back and nearing the end of my trip abroad across the state of Michigan. Excited to be able to just touch base with you all remind us that God's word is full it's full it doesn't leave you empty it's full of what it needs to be full of it's full of hope it's full of vision for you God took time 
and filled his word with what you need. All you need to do is apply it. Apply what he brainstormed, this perfect bit of wisdom. You know, I know I started today's podcasts off, I think the first one, where I was talking about someone who I knew who really had a hard time believing in God, uh, looking at the world through eyes that don't accept that there could be a God makes it very hard for you to be open to God. And I guess if I were to talk to that person again after I've thought about things today and, you know, poured out what I've been getting from the Lord, if I were to talk to that person again, I guess my challenge is, you know, through eyes of faith, through eyes of my faith, I believe that someone who doesn't know the Lord could, if they were to have just the faith of a mustard seed, just like what the Bible says, if they had just enough faith to do some of the Word of God, to do some of the things that the Word of God says, You know, believing when it doesn't make sense, when you don't see something, believing for it anyway. You know, even even giving in the in the Word of God has a has a feedback mechanism. You know, you give to the Lord and see that He doesn't open the windows of heaven. Well, if someone was really interested in wanting to find out whether or not God is for real and whether or not his word doesn't return void, that's, that's what that means, you know, applying his word. And if it, if it were to return void, that means that there was nothing that it accomplished, but it won't do that. So I guess my my challenge to to this person or to you maybe today if you if you have a hard time believing that there could be a god but you are open and this is the key I think is that you are open to trying something to see whether or not he exists do the word you know, you don't have to go radical and go crazy, but do some of the word. Do some, you know, even some of the things I tell you to do. Pray for those who persecute you. You do that, and maybe that's that's extreme. I mean, it might be hard to pray if you're really having a hard time believing in a God, but maybe some of the other things that are in there, you know, God brainstormed stuff. And he really wants you to apply what's in his word. And so to this guy who 
maybe doesn't know if he wants to believe, I say to him, take a few things out of the Word of God. Things that you wouldn't normally do. And start doing them. Maybe one of them is a challenge to hang out with the godly and and not hang out with those who the Bible says the seed seed of the scornful, if I remember right. And you do some of these things that the Lord has in his word and see that it opens your eyes in a brand new way so that you can maybe see God. And you, you, you know, if you're really wanting to be open to that possibility, then do some of these things and, and see that he's good see that he speaks to you I'm always telling us that you know in order to really let the spirit of the Lord in our life to, to fuel us up and to help us do the will of God it's not just sitting on our backsides waiting for him to make something happen the spirit of God flows through us as we do his word And, you know, I believe that that's true even if you haven't fully, you know, given your life to him. I believe that that's one of the things that will draw you to him is that as you seek to do things that happen to be his will, you'll start to see you getting fed in a way that is not like the world would feed you. I think it can be a good thing. But you got to be in business. I mean, do you or do you not want to know whether this God is there? Do you or do you not? I think it's sometimes really easy for us to kind of get all spiritual and say, yeah, I'm a seeker. I'm a seeker. You know, for a while that was kind of the cool kind of meant you were deeper you you had some depth if you were a seeker well if you really are seeking why don't you why don't you find out if if this word is true or not and it's really simple and see if you hear hear the Lord speak to you through through obedience I believe he will I think some people do that I'm a seeker thing and they're not really seeking they're just doing that to impress people or even to impress themselves who knows but I hope that's not you today I hope you're not I hope you're being real with me I hope you're being real with God it's really easy to play a game and say well yeah I'm a seeker but when it boils all down to it I don't really want to have anything to do with a God that would make me or would require something of me well can I tell you something he does 
He requires everything. But you gain everything. Are you really are you willing to gain everything but give up everything that you've known? Well, are you? It's kind of like saying, okay, well, you know what? I will give you everything. I'll give you my life, Lord, in all its imperfections and mistakes and whatever it is. And I'll take eternal life. And, you know, I don't get to see that eternal life right away. I get to see the effects of it right away in this mortal place, in this temporal place. But I don't see the fullness of it until I'm out of this place. Which means that while I'm here, I have to live by something. I have to live by faith. And that's exactly what he needs us to do. And it doesn't get... You don't reach a point where you don't have to live by faith anymore. That's till the day you meet your maker. I think I'm pretty okay with living by faith. It means I can't prove it to you. I can't prove God to you. All I can do is point you in the direction where I believe you're going to find him. I can tell you that I've been in directions where I found him. And I can tell you that after gone through places where I didn't find him, I didn't want to be there again. So if I'm talking to you and you're in one of those places, I can tell you that there's a better place to be. I can tell you that. I can tell you that from now till I'm gone. But it really takes you to take that step of faith and to, I don't know, touch heaven by getting into the Word of God and seeing what He says. I could talk to you all the time, but it really takes an act of faith on your part. And if you've heard people tell you this your whole life and you just didn't want to have any part of it, I'm, I'm not going to stop this podcast until we do do one final thing. And if you're one of these people who decides right now, you know what, I've just played the game too long, the the game where I said I was a seeker, but I really wasn't. I wasn't willing to give my life away. I wanted to have my own way. Because I thought that that was the best, the best thing for me. But right now I'm deciding that, you know what? I played too long. I played the game too long. I'm not wanting my own way anymore. Because maybe Rusty's right. Maybe there is something more to this. And maybe... I just need to give my life away and see if he's correct that I'll gain something more than I've given away. I want you to believe that that's true today. And if you're ready, we're going to pray. 
And you're going to accept Jesus Christ into your heart if you've not done this before. And today can be an incredibly new day for you. And for your family and for those who around you. You will truly not be the same person. It's not that you're going to hype yourself up and try to act all Christian and all perfect and all this, because you know me by now, we are not perfect. But God will change your spiritual makeup in the next three minutes, if you let him, if you want to accept his life into yours and give up your own. Are you ready? Lord, we come before your throne right now And we're humbled by the power of God and by what you've done for us. And the fact that you sent Jesus Christ, your son, to come to earth and to be an example for us and to ultimately die on the cross to take away the sin of our lives, the sin that is in our lives and it has beset us so much. And Lord, we accept this gift of salvation that that you offer. We believe that Jesus is your son and he is your only son. He was a perfect example. And he rose again after dying and he is now seated at the right hand of, of you. Meaning he accomplished what he set out to accomplish. And Lord, we receive right now this forgiveness of sin that has caused us to be seen as righteous in your eyes because of what Jesus did. We accept what Jesus did. And we know we're not perfect, but we know he was. And we can now have this unhindered access to heaven right now, where we can talk to you, Lord. We can ask you things. We can get wisdom from you encouragement and peace and joy from you, all the fruits of the Spirit. We want that right now. We need that right now. We thank you that we can come before you and ask for this and know that this is what it's all about. This is why Jesus came to earth, so that we could be right here, right now, talking with you. Thank you, Lord, for filling us up and changing our spirit right now and creating a new creation right now in our life. And all things are passed away, no matter how they were. All things are passed away. And now we're a new creation. Help us as we take these first steps, Lord. Remind us, Lord, that we're not perfect, that we might make mistakes but we can always come to you and you will set our feet on a solid path. We thank you, Lord, for changing our lives, for setting us free. Be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, I want to just congratulate you for opening your heart and stepping into a life of faith with God Almighty. I want to encourage you, if you haven't heard a lot of these podcasts, there is so many that will help you. They're kind of spoken 
to someone who's a young Christian, a new Christian, maybe even mature Christians, but you know what? It's all good. I don't think you'll find anything in these podcasts that won't encourage you. And I, I'm, I guess I'm just being serious. Um, so I want to encourage you to check them out. Check them out, all of them. There will be something for you in every one, I promise. You stay in that Word of God, and you live in peace, and pray for those who persecute you. And be excited, because the best days are just around the corner. You're going to see the Lord God in your days, active, and helping your feet stay steady. And I will see you on the flip.